This podcast is presented by Rabbi Peretz Muchkin, speaking to the millennial generation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Rabbi Parrots podcast, recording live from Paladin Studios in Brooklyn, New York. Crown Heights, baby. So happy to be back here. I'm here on such a beautiful journey. I'm here because each of my two older sons have something special going on. Today, I put on tefillin for the first time with my son, Mendel, and I'll surely give you guys updates about that experience probably next week or the week after with Mendel. But today, I wanted to talk to you about the upcoming holiday of Passover and my other son, Zalman, what he's doing here in Brooklyn. So let me bring you guys into the conversation. Passover begins in less than two weeks, and it begins the process of a much larger journey for the Jewish people, but also for us today. I very often hear people talk about Passover as just the Passover Seder, but it's actually the beginning of a 49-day journey from the first night of Passover all the way till the holiday of Shavuot, seven weeks. We count the concept of leaving and entering. We count the concept of becoming free of bad habits and going into a land of true freedom, into the mind space of true freedom. And the psychological element of Pesach, of Passover, is is that there's an old story of the Jewish people being stuck in Egypt and getting out of Egypt and eating matzah and getting to the Holy Land. But there is also a different story going on, your personal story, the one of you leaving Egypt, leaving your constraints, leaving your limitations, and going all the way to Sinai and receiving the Torah and you having this personal Jewish journey of leaving Egypt, getting Torah, going to the Holy Land, all that happening micro in your life. The reason why this is relevant and important is, is because when you do this and you go through this journey, essentially, you start figuring out how Jewish people are successful, why they are successful. The motive behind Passover is success. It's one thing to be a slave and another thing to be free, but to extract slavery, to not have bad habits, to accumulate great habits, to become a successful person while maintaining a relationship to the cosmic divine making you a contributor, making you unique and maximizing your potential, takes an incredible amount of discipline to achieve that, takes incredible amount of love to feel motivated to do it, and it takes an incredible amount of compassion to make your impact. So for 49 days, the Jewish people, as they left Egypt and 49 days marched to Sinai, each day they took another idea within themselves. First, they began the journey with eating matzah, essentially this idea of this poor bread, this simple bread, this improvised bread, no yeast, just flour and water under 18 minutes mixed by hand and eaten, known as the shmura matzah. Whether we watched it or it watched us, we ate this matzah. And if you come to our Seder in Venice, you'll certainly get some of that shmura matzah. Or just come by and I'll give it to you to have at your Seder. Otherwise, you take this idea of a matzah and then that catapults you into these 49 steps of figuring out the seven emotions, seven times seven, each one going completely through itself. I'm going to use the seven weeks of Passover to to Shavuot to talk about these and to dedicate podcasts to these concepts. So I'm very excited about this journey and taking you on this journey. So I hope this Passover, you see it as bigger than just the ancient story and see yourself within the story of ultimately a people, a you having to leave your personal space and enter into the world to make an impact while retaining your identity and your uniqueness. Now I bring this up 
not just because it's the time of year, but also because my son Zalman is going through this whole stage on his own. He goes, he lives with us, he learns with us, he spends his life with us, and now he enters the world to make his first impact. And his first major level going into the world is in this international mitzvah competition, really figuring out how to contribute to, to his own self and learning all the Jewish mitzvot. Mitzvot mean connections. I don't like calling mitzvot commandments. When you say connections, it talks more about what it is. And I have Zalman in studio with me in Brooklyn because he just finished this chidon, this international mitzvah competition. So I thought, what a great time. We should talk about this journey for him, this personal Passover journey happening with him, learning how to express himself as an individual, but also as my child from my home. So first and foremost, Zalman, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hello. It's great to have you here, man. I, I, since I started the podcast, I knew I'd have you on. Well, I've been waiting. And you've been waiting? Okay. Well, I'm glad I have you. So tell me, you flew here by yourself with, well, with friends, without your parents. You flew to New York to be part of this competition. Tell me uh, how this experience, this competition went uh, here in New York, just overall. How was it? Should I tell you how the competition works or should I g g um, go to how the competition actually went? You know what? I guess you're right. You want to take me back to the beginning. Tell me what what type of work went into you coming to this competition. Well, maybe tell us what this competition is and what type of work you have to do to get there. Well, it was very hard work. So basically, the the whole competition is there's five books, and in there's um, every book there's units. Every units has mitzvahs, connections, as my father calls it. You can just call and, it mitzvahs. They know now. And so, so basically, there's in, in in all the units they split all the units into three sections. That and there's three tests in my school. You need to get at least an eighty percent average, and it on three tests from from the from all the the things in the book, the book. So you have to work very hard. You have to know the, the books inside and out. How many kids and your age are part of this competition? Worldwide, there's um over. Over over three thousand, three four thousand. Wow! And in my wow. school, so um, you're you're over eleven 100. you're eleven years old. Like a hundred kids from your school, somewhere around your age, have been going for this, and you've been preparing for this all year. How many yeah. months have been preparing for this? Um, I've been preparing for this since um, since it's since Tishrei. Since Tishrei, so essentially, you're already doing this for six months. Mm -hmm. You're already involved in this, and you, I'm I'm spoiler alert. Zalman ends up with a medal on stage this past weekend. He's a medalist over here. So he really succeeded over here. So tell us, what type of preparation, what are your secrets for preparing for an international competition where there's pressure and you have to answer hundreds of questions? What were your secrets for preparing for this experience? I just took it time by time. Every day, I'd say, okay, so there's one unit. I'm going to make a kahoot on that unit. What's I've, a kahoot? A kahoot, it's, it's, it's signed of like a quiz, a trivia. So I made lots of trivias. Oh, on... So online, you build all these trivias for yourself. No, for my whole class. Your we whole played, class. We played it so in So you school. didn't just prepare yourself, you prepared your whole class for yeah. this. <laughs> You're amazing, man. Okay, great. Continue. Okay, so basically every single day, um, I would try at, to get at least one, but usually I would get three, four cahoots, and um, and I would and I would just go step by step. I wouldn't go um get all, take all the information at once. And then and then so each part of this you would prepare with these quizzes for you in the class. So by preparing your classmates and making these quizzes, you really started knowing this stuff really by heart. Yeah, well, I did. It's just preparation. If you don't prepare, you can't you can't get to where you want to be. 
I, I agree with that, son. That's amazing. So you prepared, you put incredible time into this, you passed all the tests, obviously, and then you came to New York. And in New York, they have like, right, to get a medal, they have those incredible tests. Of 50 questions. 50 questions taken from the whole book. Tell me, was there like one question that was super hard that sticks out Four to you? Four questions. Mind? Four questions that were super hard. But you knew that you got the answers, you think, at the end? Yeah, I got, I got the, uh, they said I got over a 90. Right. Well, all the, you could only get a medal if you got over a 90 on that test. Yes, I don't know what I got. It could be I got a 100. Could be you got a 100. I'm going for a 100. You got that medal. We're super proud of you. So tell me, how, now that you prepared and went through all these months and got the medal and got the experience to come to New York and to compete internationally, how do you feel about this? How do you think it went for you? Like, what did you really learn about yourself going through this? I felt that just the information, it was just incredible. It was mind-boggling how much information I got. It's literally, the book has like 500 pages. And all that information went in my brain, one by one. By one. That's amazing. And I, I heard you, were, you came home, you were, telling, you were telling your brother about the experience. And I heard you telling him that there was some Pesach, there was some Passover trivia going on over there. Anything you want to share now that it's Pesach season with us about something that you learned maybe about this holiday? Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, you could share with us anything you want. This is your podcast. You tell no, me. it's your podcast. Oh, it's my podcast. It is called Rabbi Parrots, but you know. You're you're uh, you're my backup. If I'm not there, I, I I I could rely on you to be the rabbi. Well, being a rabbi is also something to prepare for. It's also something to prepare for. Okay. You have any questions for me? They had tons of questions for you. You have any questions for me? Um. Why did you start this podcast? Well, I started this podcast because there are so many people that I want to connect with. And I want to connect with them on a level that I think they could take in for themselves. The community that that I work with and the people that I love to work with are usually people who are not regularly studying Jewish studies and part of Jewish classes and lessons. So I thought I would make it as accessible and available as possible. And podcast is a very consumable and easy channel for people to tap in and listen so by doing it regularly weekly they could now figure out oh there's holidays coming up because i mentioned the holidays and there's different lessons that are timely and different jewish ideas that i make accessible but it's not necessarily like uh i'm trying over here to teach you the whole judaism on one foot i'm just trying to make it available and accessible Enough about me. I want to ask you, how Enough. long do you prepare for? <laughs> for for podcasts? Yeah. Well, today, we, me and you prepared over lunch. You saw the way I took you for lunch and we prepared. What should we talk about? So uh, that's about the time you prepare? Well, I, I would say every podcast is different. Uh, lately, we've been trying to have more like interviews and I try to have a good structure for that so that we can have a very good conversation. Like we spoke about like, we're going to talk about a little bit about your preparation, talk a little bit about, you know, what it was like in the experience. And I know it's the first time for you on a podcast, so you're still getting comfortable sitting by a mic and talking about your experience. But I think you have so much to offer because you just work so hard and put in so much preparation. You make us roots very proud. I'm very inspired watching you. You have your own website and you make your own quizzes for other kids to prepare. I think it's really amazing. Uh, tell actually, I mentioned your website, zalmanland.com. 
Tell us about uh, your website. Do you have anything uh, new? What is it about? What is your vision for it? And where do you want well, to take it? My original vision was, um, and I'm going to work on it a little more. It's just this whole um, for the Chidon. I, mean, I was working so hard, I didn't pay any attention to my websites. This year, you were yeah, spending more time making quizzes for uh, to help Chidon. the whole grade. So this, so this is what my uh, my vision of my website is that I wanted to have. A, I want to have a weekly parsha trivia, weekly parsha devatera in honor of Zadie Edelman. The whole parsha thing is gonna be in honor of Zadie Edelman. Okay, cool. And then, um, and then I also plan to have um, powerpoints on all the um Hasidish Yom Tovim and regular Yom Tovim, and also um, um, trivia's on them. So I'm going to put the question back at you. Enough about me. What about you? Who is this audience for? Who is the audience of your website? It's for it's more for more like kids, kids who just like they want they want to learn. They want to learn more. They 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 want to learn. They want to um. I originally originally it's 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 not for like anyone in particular. It's for everyone. For everyone. And uh, and so when do you go, when are you going to have time to work on this website and keep keep it updated? In, in after Pesach, um, in, from Pesach to Shav- actually, I'm probably gonna be busy for Men's Bar Mitzvah, but after Shavuos, so I'll, I'll we have a lot going on. on, right? It's tough to find time. You go to school, you come home, it's hard to work. I try to let you work on the computer if you do your homework and finish your chores I after dinner, but uh, but somehow you never have homework. I don't know how you pulled that off, but every time I ask you, you have homework, you somehow don't have homework. How's school going for you this year? Um, good Baruch Hashem. Yeah, you like your teacher, mm-hmm. teachers. Yeah. All right. Tell you want to share anything else with our audience before we sign off? Goodbye. Goodbye. That's it. Just like that. Listen, we'll have you on again. And uh, if anybody has questions for Zalman, feel free to message me. And next time we have him on, we'll uh, we'll check in with you. But uh, this is uh, Rabbi Peretz, and I appreciate having Zalman here, my son. You give us so much joy, so much Jewish joy, and we're proud of all the hard work you put in. And I think your message is clear. If you prepare hard, things work out. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Any Pesach message for everyone? Um, that it, that you just got to prepare. You got to learn some halachas of Pesach. Doesn't matter you are. If you even spend one minute, it's as if you it's as if you've been preparing for an hour for Pesach. Okay. And one last question: If you fi- if you find my Afi Komen before Kaylee and Mendel and Sarah and Zama. What are you going to ask for? That's a question to think over. Oh, you're going to think it over? If you I find it. I'm prepared for the answer. <laughs> Very good. All right, man. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Hanana Paladin Studios. Have an incredible week. Shem Tariti Ali Adi